Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holy Commutes podcast morning radio show, the only show in wiffle ball that gives you daily wiffle content from around the wiffle world. My name is Sam Skibby, filling in again this week for week two of season 16. You know, we've kind of had a little hodgepodge of people here and there. Obviously, we're three days removed from the end of the NWLA tournament in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Washington County. And what a weekend it was. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But, you know, I first want to give a big shout out again to all of our Holy Commutes listeners and all of our hosts. And for season 17 coming up in the fall, if there's anybody or in the winter, excuse me, if there's anybody out there that would like to talk some wiffle, come on for an episode or want to have a, a day for a week you know, join us. We would uh, love to to have new voices out there. If there's anybody interested, you can reach out to myself or Tom Gannon or anybody that is a Holy Commutes host and we'll get you set up for a day. If there's something you want to talk about, something you have that you want to you want to say about the sport of wiffle ball or something that's coming up or something that has happened, we'd love to hear what other people have to say if they want to host their own show. We will put it on the the network for you. All you have to do is record it yourself. I'm, I'm recording on voice memos right now on my phone. Uh, that's all you have to do, and then you can send it our way, and then we'll put it on for you. So if there's anybody interested in becoming a host for Holy Commutes, join the award-winning National Wiffle Podcast uh, for our Ho- Holy Commutes morning radio show. You know, last week was the NWA tournament last weekend, and... The week before the NWLA tournament, in my last episode, I talked about memories and how many different memories I've had in the first 11 years of this tournament. And now we have the 12th year under our belt, and so many more new memories were added this past weekend. I'm going to get the elephant out of the room here, and I'm just going to say, yes, we lost. We lost a championship. Some might say this was our fourth lost championship, but in my opinion, technically, this was our first real loss of a championship. If you think about the first three that we had, you know, OCWA, WSEM, and CCW, all three of those were a true double elimination tournament. And in those double elimination tournaments, we were coming from the loser's bracket. And as many historians of this tournament will tell you, nobody has won coming from the loser's bracket. It's such a daunting task. You know, we in in 2016 faced OCWA and after beating, after being close to beating Rotor, we didn't end up winning in the last, obviously we walked in the run then too in 2016, but not beating Rotor, even if we did, we had to follow that up and beat Bush and it was just too daunting. In WSEM in 2017 in Marenzi, we had to fight against Farkas in, while we were in the loser's bracket still. And even if we did beat Farkas, it was a one nothing game, went to extras, and in extra innings, we actually had a guy, Chris Metter, rounding third, heading towards home before Farkas pegged him. Even if he would have scored that daunting task of playing extra innings against Stephen Farkas and then having to follow that up and play Kajawa was just, it was daunting. And then, of course, last year, we had the Reed Warner experience. And if for some strange reason, we would have got a win against Reed, we had to follow that up with the number two pitcher and player in the country from the drop 100, Will Smithy. It just, you didn't feel like you had a chance in any of those. This loss against KWL will linger a lot more because not only was it win or go home, you know, it was, there was no extra game in, if somebody won or lost. This is a little bit hurt more for us this, 
this day today because you know we were up four to one going into the the, the last in, the last half inning. And I'll talk about that a little bit more, but I, I want to talk first about the Pittsburgh tournament overall and how amazing it was. Our guys talked about how much we loved this past year's NWLA tournament. Jacob Davey and his crew in Pittsburgh put on an incredible tournament, and we actually think it was one of our favorites. The Friday night started it all off at the Barstool Sports uh, Complex in, uh, in the Hollywood Casino, and the casino experience was awesome. You had guys and teams at the tables, you know, they're playing craps, they're playing roulette, they're playing blackjack. Our whole team had a blackjack table going. And it that night with the horse racing and the home run derby on the track, everything just reminded you of kind of prime Galloway era. That last year in Ohio with Galloway, he, you know, paid for all the beer, had the all-star game that was incredible on the jumbotron and was recorded in different camera angles and had everything that you could have wanted in 2016 and this kind of rivaled it i mean if you're sitting at a blackjack table gambling you got free beer too so it was it was such an incredible experience on that friday night and really set the tone for an amazing rest of the nwla tournament saturday and sunday went over so smooth cameron stadium was awesome and i think you know, from the first Pittsburgh tournament and field creation, Davey and his crew learned so much more this year and the fields were awesome. Obviously on turf, we kind of had to use, you know, different tape and different things and yeah, it was coming up, but the field maintained its shape and did a really great job. Uh, there was some rain obviously, and you know, obviously the turf holds rain so much better. Besides just the tournament in Pittsburgh and everything that was run so well by Davey, the format itself that we've had in Pittsburgh these past two times is perfect. I don't really hear of any complaints from anybody saying that the final four should be a single elimination tournament. Having those quads and the crossroads bracket, you know, the kind of the brainchild of Rudy and the crossroads games and you change direction when you lose and go to a different quad, I think is perfect and allows for more people to play different teams. And the randomness of that double elimination tournament is still there. But when you get to that final four and it's single elimination, you really feel like it's anybody can win and it's not as daunting. And yeah, the pitching rotation rules are still there. So you are trying to see if you're going to get an ace or what you're going to match up against. But that's the randomness of the tournament. And I think everybody felt like it was anybody's to win once you got to that final four. We're going to talk about a bunch of different games, but obviously I... I want to talk about the ESPN experience in the finals. This was kind of the marketing push from Jacob Davey and the Pittsburgh crew was they were the first ones to get a national tournament championship game for wiffle ball on the ESPN platform. ESPN plus hosted it and it was awesome. I personally have not gotten myself to watch it yet. I, I am going to watch it. Um, my brother watched it the other day and, and said it was tough to watch the last inning, of course, but um, it was an amazing experience to be a part of. And there is no other team that I would have rather shared that with than KWL. Electric City and Aussie tweeted the other day and talked about how this was kind of a two great teams to have. the Two of the oldest teams in the tournament, two of the only original franchises, two really old history leagues in the the sport of wiffle ball and we were so excited to share the field with kwl knowing that 
a new champion was going to be crowned. And it was interesting when the game began, we were, I don't want to say underdogs. I don't want to say villains. I'm trying to think of the right word, but we were definitely the away team. Not only were we away, obviously, in the scoreboard, but we were away with the fans. MLW hosted their meet and greet, and then all their fans stuck around. And when you have Grant Miller and Brandon Baranowski on your team, yeah, we're going to see the fans rooting for the MLW team. A bunch of kids and their families were all in attendance. A lot of other teams from around the country in the tournament stayed and watched. And it was a really cool atmosphere. And you knew from the beginning when they were rooting for Grant Miller and they were chanting his name at the beginning that this was going to be a long game for us. And it was a back and forth matchup and not just the on paper experience of these two teams that have never won a championship, the oldest teams, etc. This was a good matchup overall on the field. Nate Thompson and Jackson Crosley, while they are great pitchers in their own rights, they're not kind of the number one aces that you come to see in some of these championship experiences. If last year's championship was on ESPN, it would have been the most boring game possible to watch. This this matchup with Bogad and Reed Warner, trade strikeouts, go to extra innings. Sure, the walk-off home run by Will Smithy was electric, and that is that would have got a spike in maybe viewership or people would have been excited, but the rest of the game would have been so boring. This game had action from start to finish, had hits every single inning, had great pitches. You know, it was great fielding plays. It had errors in the field. It had so people running the bases, people getting hurt and injured. I mean, it was everything you could have asked for in a game. Um, home runs from both teams. It was. It went back and forth. And then obviously the comeback at the end to win. While it stinks to lose on walks and it stinks for the viewers to see you know, the walks as, as the reason why we lost. Um, it still showed a nice comeback. Four to one, you think it's over. After Gus hits the home run in the top of the fifth, up two to one, get out of the fifth, you go to the sixth. Myself and Cam hit a home run. Four to one, people think it's over. But what's better than kind of like the the protagonist? Yes, the protagonist uh, in KWL coming back and winning the game Um And even if it was on walks, it was still an exciting finish and there were cheers from the crowd and you see all parts of wiffle ball play out. And I congratulate KWL. It seems like every person, every team that had been to an NWLA tournament prior, they would probably say the same thing. If it wasn't us, glad it was KWL. And I'll say it again. You know, if it wasn't the SWBL that won, I'm glad it was KWL that did win their first national championship. That's six championships in a row that a different team has won. So very excited for the NWA tournament. I think this will push us into Minnesota and continue to grow. Congratulations to all those guys at KWL. We're so happy for you. We're honored to share the field with you in the championship. And we'll be back next year. I want to give a big shout out to our two pitchers that pitched in that game, Jackson Crosley and Caleb Schweigert. Um, gutsy performance from Jackson. And I know he is heartbroken that he could not finish that game in the top of the, or the bottom of the sixth inning. When we came in after he had two guys on and one out, he was like, I got nothing left. 
And we said, we thanked him. I mean, he was rolling into possibly his 20th inning pitched. He had pitched in multiple games before that. And every single one of his games was pitched on Sunday. So he didn't pitch at all on Saturday. And then he had the daunting task of pitching in about a little over three games um, total when you include extras and everything like that. So he, he had an incredible pitching performance every single time he went out. Uh, went toe to toe with Flackney and, and a one nothing game in the quarterfinals. So, Jackson, we thank you for your service, and I know you were dying to finish that game, but his arm just wouldn't let him. And people might think, well, you know, you're bringing in a rookie that we've never brought, Caleb Schweigert, into the game, and yeah, he did walk three in a row, and but Caleb was the play. He had pitched three games on Saturday and pitched very well. And every single one of his games, we were like, yeah, this is this kid's electric. Not only was this his first national tournament ever in wiffle ball, but it was his first time ever pitching a clean ball. And on Saturday, he pitched so well, pitched our first round in DE and pitched two pool play games and pitched very well. We know that he's going to be a big part of our team in the future. We thank him for his positive attitude and his amazing smile the entire time, pumping us up in the most positive way. You will not find a better teammate than Caleb Schweigert, and we're so happy that he is part of the future of the SWBL Cardinals. This also isn't the last you will hear of Jackson and Caleb. They have a chance at redemption in a style that both of them like in UIFs. And as good as they are with a clean ball, these two are better with a cut ball. And I'm so excited to share the field with them at UIFs in 2023 and hear that final roar from Caleb as he tries to continue to make himself a name in this sport. So again, congratulations to KWL. Thank you, Davey. And thank you, ESPN, for putting on such a great show. Um, It's going to be exciting to see where this tournament goes in the future. HRL and Minnesota will be hosting next year, and we're so excited to go back to Minnesota. We went there for a regional one year. I've played in HRL league, and I have a lot of friends up there in HRL, so we're excited to go and see what they learned from Davey and what kind of show they can put on in Minnesota. I know it's going to be another great one. Hopefully, we don't follow up our back-to-back championships with a non-top five finish for the next three years. So hopefully we can stay a little more competitive. But I think with the emergence of Caleb and Jackson, we're going to stay that way. So thanks again to everybody. I want to also just quickly mention before we end this day's Holy Commutes, all of our other games and a bunch of other games that we talked about uh, from the tournament. You know, Mid-Atlantic in Ridley Park, two teams and CCW, three teams that were seen as kind of favorites in this one. And I tell you what, all those games back and forth, Ridley Park and KWL were the first two to clinch that final four spot, went through the winner's bracket, Ridley Park putting it on Ma and then pushing Ma against CCW and then Ma pushing it back against CCW and forcing CCW into that second game. I mean, there were some electric games going on that we could watch. And obviously our matchup with HRL went to two games back-to-back. Zach Green pitched an amazing game the first time and then followed that up. We had a a tough task to face Flackney, scratching out a run. And Flackney will tell you uh, the the reason we scored was Jackson Crosley, a tiny dinker hit right in front of him. And then Tyler overthrew it. He got all the way to third. And then a dinker single by myself that was going foul that turned into fair territory. So Get, scratching off a run was all that could happen against Tyler Flackney. And Ridley Park, we faced them in the rain, 
And that's when the game changed. And it unfortunately was in our favor. You hate to, to win that way. And I, I feel for Ridley Park because we've been in those rain games before. And it's tough. It's a tough matchup. And, but those Ridley Park guys are here to stay for, for years to come. And um, I know that one of these days they're going to scratch out and win a championship as well. Cam Farrow is one of the best two-way players in this tournament. And I'm excited to see him thrive and continue as a player as well. We faced, uh, at the beginning, Electric City and NWA, two teams that we loved playing at the beginning of double elimination. And Electric City and Aussie is always a fun matchup. It was our first kind of coming out party for Caleb Schweigert, who pitched uh, no-hit ball for them and for us. And then Brian Kelly pitched an incredible game as well. Kind of a an old uh, standby for, for Electric City and Hess Field. So kind of got his old roots back. And we had NWA, our first other Missouri league that we're excited to go to their tournament coming up this weekend, the NWA end of summer classic. And we got to face off against them in double elimination. And what a story they were this tournament, kind of the Cinderella's going into it. And we wish we didn't have to face them because we wanted them to go far. Um, and we scratch out a couple runs against them in an inning. And they're going to be a good team if they continue to come back year after year. They are young and they are going to develop and only get better so we're excited to see your future nwa thanks for coming this year in pittsburgh and davy thanks for having them i know they were excited to come out and then want to thank all of our pool play you know brethren as well uh, www it's always fun to play you guys i think you're one of our favorite teams that we play um, always good vibes when it comes to to playing you all so thank you so much for a great game south hills we're, we're glad to play you in your first year and then leroy always a fun matchup as well we want to thank our Four Hands uh, sponsor, our, our beer sponsorship from Four Hands Brewing Company. They allowed us to have kind of that camaraderie after the competition. The only ones we did not get beer to were Ridley Park because in the hullabaloo of the rain and changing our flights and extending our rental car and figuring out where we we're going to stay because we had to, to go to the rush to the location for the championship. We couldn't stay and take a picture with you guys, but don't worry, we'll have some extra beer for you next year. Um, even if we don't get sponsored again, I will make sure that I, I buy some for you guys because it was a battle for sure in the rain. So I think I've covered all of our games, so many other great games that went on and so many other great teams I know I couldn't mention, but um, this tournament grew this year. Thanks to Jacob Davey and the Pittsburgh crew and all the teams that were there in attendance. And I hope that it continues to grow from here on out. We are continuing to put this clean ball tournament on the map. And I hope that all the teams return and, and we have a good show to put on in the future. I know there's even talk. I know in some of the podcasts Carl Coffey was putting on, even Justin Tompkins talking about how maybe OCWA comes back, even if it is just for fun. And having some of these old older teams come back would be would be a fun nostalgia for a lot of people so thanks to everybody for the amazing competition this past weekend um, i want to thank and and highlight all of our team members you know brett spencer and jimmy stout for being such great team guys the entire weekend um, and it's always fun to play against um, some great competition and get some of our guys to see this great competition as well we'll come back reloaded ready to go for next year and to everybody else, thank you for listening to our Holy Commutes podcast. We got a lot more wiffle ball left to go this year while the NWA tournament is over. 
it is not the end of wiffle ball season for many and definitely not the end for national championships with United Wiffle coming in October. I'm excited to see how the KWL Keggers fare this year, um, bringing four of their guys back and in, in, in a loaded roster again for them. Grant Miller is just such an amazing hitter, and I'm so excited to see him play out with a big bat in October and maybe KWL can finish with two national championships. Wouldn't that be something to see? All right, I'm getting out of here. Thank you so much for listening to our Holy Commutes podcast morning radio show, the only show in Wiffle Ball that gives you daily Wiffle content from around the Wiffle world. We'll see you for the rest of season 16. We'll be back in the winter for the end of the season heading into 2024, where season 20 will be approaching for this Holy Commutes. Again, if you would like to be a host for any of the Holy Commutes, give us a shout and we'll get you on the mic. See you later.